Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Episode 29, Finding Your Flow and Living a Purposeful, Abundant Life with Jody Shield. Welcome to the Alternatively Healthy Podcast. I am your host, Becky Rabin, personal trainer, wellness coach, and founder of online wellness magazine, Alternatively Healthy. This is your high vibe, soul soothing weekly dose of wellness. Each week, I will be getting up close and personal, bringing you conversation and insight with some of the wellness industry's most renowned health practitioners, coaches, experts, and thought leaders from around the world. Through our podcast, We hope to give you all the information, resources, and tools that you need to help shape the healthiest and happiest version of you. Jody Shield is a renowned self-help author, accredited success coach, motivational speaker, and the first European meditation ambassador for Lululemon. Known as the glamorous face of mindfulness by the Daily Mail and a shining light in the new gen spiritual movement by Red Magazine, Jody is recognized as one of the top go-to success coaches in the industry. Having worked with London's high flyers, media, celebrities, and fellow influencers, she has firmly cemented herself as one of the leading coaches in London. In this episode, we talk about what it means to get in flow and find your soul, how to lead an abundant life, change your money story, and take control so that you can do exactly what you love in life with as much success and happiness as possible. Hi, Jodie. Hello. Hello, and welcome to the Alternative Be Healthy Show. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much. Tell, tell them what I've got on my face. <laughs> yeah, if you can't see Jodie, she has got, what even is it, a flower? She's just got this mural on her face painting. I turned on the computer and all I can see is a face paint all over her face. It's Motivational Monday today. Oh, actually, Becky, today is the most depressing day of the year. Do you know yeah. that? Yeah, <laughs> it's Blue Monday. And she is not blue. She is pink all over her face. And I've got a little bit on my nose that looks like <laughs> which we're going to rub off. Oh my God, it's brilliant. So this is Jodie Shield, everyone. The crazy, wonderful Jodie Shield doesn't do things for halves. We've been trying to get you on the show for so long. I'm so excited to have you here. Like we're in episode one of season three, which oh is God. exciting. So thank you so much. But for anyone who doesn't know Jodie, you need to get to know her very quickly and your life will just completely brighten up she just manages to put a smile on everyone I know for me especially you are a complete inspiration for the work that you do and helping people access their full potential find their truth get in their flow it's amazing so I've got so many amazing things going on 
so many incredible things which we'll get to. But I want to start by you telling a story because obviously as a friend of yours, I know it started in a very similar parallel way to what my background is, but also with a juicy experience in the jungle. So do share how you went from being someone in advertising and a super flying director to being a super coach that helps people really tune into themselves. Very different worlds. Yeah. First of all, I love how you and I have very similar background stories and I think that's awesome. And so many people that I know in our industry now come from the creative industry. So yeah, I was a business director in the world of advertising. I'm sure many of you listening to this podcast still work in the corporate world and good for you. (laughs) (laughs) I will inspire you a little bit. And you probably love it and that's good for you too. So listen, let's rewind back in time. Seven years ago, I would say, seven years ago, I was really struggling and I was feeling very anxious every morning when I'd walk through that office door. I was surrounded by very powerful male egos. And as a woman in an industry like advertising, it was very easy for me to feel undervalued and for me to lose my power and for me also to give away my power and to give away my voice as well. And so I really had had enough and I decided to take a sabbatical and go off traveling. And so I was told over and over again about South America. And even though it felt a little bit scary because most of the backpackers go to Australia and Asia and I was like, okay, I'm going to try out South America. And as a woman traveling on her own, it's quite a dodgy, scary place to go. (laughs) Anyway, I booked a one-way ticket and I arrived in South America and I spent the next 10 months actually traveling around different countries. I spent a lot of time in Peru, which was my favorite place, and Bolivia, which was my second favorite. Also Brazil, Argentina, and many others. I traveled around like for most of the continent actually for 10 months and every country in South America is very different. And I was traveling around Peru and a friend of mine was with me and she said, oh, Jodie, she said like, are you going to spend much more time here? And I was like, yeah, I think so. She's like, you're going to go into the jungle. And I was like, yeah, definitely. And she said, well, listen, if you do, there's this place, there's this center that I think you'd really love to visit. And I was like, okay, like I'm totally all ears. And she said, I can't pronounce it, but they do something crazy there. So you're going to really love it. I'm sure. She said, like, you go through loads of transformation and, and, you know, back then I didn't even meditate, didn't really do anything spiritual at all. So Something about it felt really good. And I was like, okay. I said, can you send me the website? And I'm going to send it to my mum. Because my (laughs) mum's the ultimate researcher. And I'm so not. I just literally jump into an experience and then sink or swim, basically. Usually, (laughs) which is lucky. (laughs) Anyway, so my mum was like, she wrote back in an email and she said, oh, darling, that looks quite interesting. If you want to go and do it, I'll pay for you to go and do it. So I was like, great, that's brilliant. must be a good thing then. A couple of months later, I got the last spot on this retreat and I was in the boat going down the Amazon and there were all these like really interesting people. I was, you know, going into this experience with like celebrities. There was yogis, pro sports players, and then me. And I remember like looking around the boat going, first of all, what the hell am I doing? And secondly, how did all these people come to be here with little old me, Jodie Shield from Liverpool? Like, this is super surreal. Anyway, we get into the jungle and we're met by this uh, amazing indigenous tribe of people. 
and indigenous people are very beautiful they've got long black hair and they look so young and like these indigenous people are like you know 80 years old majority of them are women and then we have a few male shaman so still I didn't really know what I was doing in there however I immersed myself in the experience and what I soon realized was I was in the middle of an ayahuasca retreat So I didn't know what ayahuasca was. And I have a group of friends in London. We're pioneers. Like a lot of them are ahead of the curve, doing really cool stuff. Mm -hmm. And so no one had talked about ayahuasca at all. So I still didn't really know what I was doing, but I just immersed myself in the experience. And for the next seven days, I proceeded to drink this very gloopy brown liquid that tastes like marmite and soil and mud and like disgusting things all mixed together. So that was it. And I went through the most powerful experience of my life in so many ways, because first of all, when I went in there, I was a bulimic. I had a really deep and buried eating disorder. I had done a lot of partying I used to drink a lot. I used to escape myself. And after seven ceremonies, I completely healed myself of the bulimia and other addictions that I had created along the way in my life. And so coming out of there, having learned to meditate as well, when I was in the jungle with the Shipibu tribe, coming out of there, I knew that I had suddenly connected into a, a much deeper sense of purpose and reason for being here. And it was not to work in advertising. Yeah. So what I did was when I came back to London, I worked in some kind of different ad agencies because I wasn't quite ready to leave the industry because I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. And many of you listening to this will be in the same position now, I know. Yeah. People now are like at this crossroads where they're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know who I am, what I stand for. And so I was in that exact same position. So yeah, I kind of padded it out, went around the world in my holidays from work and retrained and trained with amazing healers in the States and Germany. And I trained in lots of different therapies and modalities of healing as well. And then literally quit my job on the spot works three months notice period in that time. Still didn't have a clue what I was going to do, but managed to build a website in Wix. And then I set up a clinic as a therapist in Marlebone and I started seeing clients back to back. I was seeing 20 clients a week, which was insane at the time because I don't know how I managed it or where I got my energy from, but somehow I just had this flurry of people. What's interesting to me now when I look back is I was always the highest charging practitioner. I knew my self-worth even then, which is really interesting. And it's a lesson that I progressed into doing what I'm doing now. But yeah, I still had a steady stream of clients. And then one day I was just like, oh my gosh, my soul was just wanting to do more and be more, be more. That was the key. Mm. And brands have started coming to me in the very early days because I'd worked in advertising. I had loads of brands and contacts when I first started someone said like oh will you come and run a workshop at Soho House which is a private members club in London if you guys are international I said to them on what (laughs) on what they were like your story mindfulness meditation and I was like "Uh, okay and so that's how the event started and it was just like mental and then people like the retail director in Nike would come see me Mm -hmm. and then say oh hey like we want you to come in and talk to our leadership team and I was like uh, on what? Maybe <laughs> like mindfulness or story. And I was like, okay. I was so naive. Yeah. It was so organic at the time. 
I think that's the best way to start something when there's no pressure to make it a success. It just unravels in the right and perfect way. So then after that, I was kind of straddling between the corporate world, being paid as a corporate speaker, which is something I never thought I would be able to do or be, and then being a therapist. And then sooner or later, I had to let go of the therapy clinic. And then I transitioned my business into coaching and mentoring, which was amazing. And then I did my accreditation. So I'm now an advanced accredited success and leadership coach. And that's led me to work with, you know, amazing women like celebrities and artists and actresses and tech founders, people doing incredibly amazing things in the tech space, but also just giving me access to just a phenomenal amount of mainly women and some men and just help people first of all come into the spiritual world in a very accessible and simple and relatable way and then when they've got that you know interest then I help people get in flow with themselves get into alignment with their soul medicine what they really want to be doing in the world so that's me in a nutshell I mean it's so amazing and I think the most beautiful part is exactly what you said about how it's so organic. You were like, what? Like things were coming to you and then you were reacting to them rather than you pushing that out. And we've had lots of chats personally, haven't we, about knowing when things are like alignment and then when to act on them and do. And I think going right back to the jungle where you found your purpose and your flow, and you didn't necessarily know what your actual purpose still was. What does it mean to you when you say like, I found my flow? Like what do you describe as that kind of feeling like? It's as if you're standing under a waterfall, the water's cascading down, and then you become the waterfall. Amazing. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like, you know what, Beck? I've always been high energy. I've always been excitable. I've always been passionate about everything. It's just that now I believe in what I'm doing so yeah. much. Like I feel so alive when I'm sharing and I'm talking. And when you're sitting in a coffee shop or a restaurant, and you're the same because you radiate this just like I do. I sit there and I radiate and, I, and I'm radiating because I know like my presence, I know I'm a very transformational energy and I know what I'm here to do. And I know myself so deeply now. I know who my soul is. And so I really get that sense of just sitting and being present and that's yeah. it. You don't do anything else, even yeah. though I'm like, <laughs> well, that's absolute rubbish. You need to earn this much money. You've promised that you're going to double your income this year and do this and do that. And there are so many obligations and responsibilities and tasks that we've given ourselves. And you know, in the last couple of weeks, Beck, and I know that you're the same because you and I were chatting about this in New Year when we were planning our businesses. In the last few months, since probably the end of November, you know what? I've been sitting in meditation so much and sitting and coming into alignment, opening my energy centers and sitting in silence. And that has been it. And that has reset me and progressed me so much faster than lining up all these meetings. It's just been insane. But it's taken me so long to learn that bloody lesson. (laughs) The slowing down. Yeah. I've done the same I've literally avoided things this year and I can't believe how much I've achieved in bite-sized things and we were really talking about that I think when you talk about being in flow it's like everyone's so putting pressure on what that feels like and for you to describe it as just literally like that simple state kind of allows them to hopefully I guess if you guys are listening to to actually understand that it isn't this like spectacular crazy intense thing it's just this feeling of just feeling like the now 
it also feels like you're always in the right place at the right time constantly. You guys that are listening, you might be at the very beginning of a spiritual journey. You might be a pro. <laughs> like when I say the universe, I really believe that we have this assistance around us, supporting us all the time. And Becky, you are so on this vibe as well. And it's like, there's this whole web. You know, I'm connected to like everybody around me that I'm meant to be connected to and everyone else. People just come into the forefront and come and sit next to me and then opposite me. And I just have this belief that I'm always where I'm meant to be. And like, because I have that belief, I'll talk to everyone. I feel like it's this game. I'd be like, hi. And like, even if they don't want to talk to me, I'll still like be like, like, hi. Really, that's why he's sitting opposite me. And so, yeah, I feel like we're always where we're meant to be and the right people always come and sit opposite me. And the more you buy into that belief, the more you deepen that belief. Oh my gosh, it happens all the time, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I think what you're saying is like, how people just come into your life and things just happen. And when you find yourself in that state of like, oh my God, where did that come from? Why? I was thinking about you and then someone messages. I love it when that happens. So when we're in that state of flow, what can we achieve when we're in that place with things like our business or our relationships or success? Like where does it take us when we allow ourselves to get into that state? So I feel like when we're in flow and it's funny Beck, because A lot of people, a lot of corporate organizations at a very senior level talk about the flow state already. And it's interesting. And they talk about it from like a neuroscience point of view. And there's an amazing book, which I'd love to recommend right now. And it's called Stealing Fire. And you can just Google it and you can get it and listen to it on Audible. And they talk about the flow state a lot. So for me, because I'm really about merging the world of career and work with spirituality and intuition, and that's really where my sweet spot is, being in flow is being in alignment. When you're in that place and it does require you to meditate in the morning, it does require you to be still and open your heart, keep your heart open to all everything that's coming all around you. When you're in that place, it feels very natural and organic and Money is something I love talking about and I will continue to keep talking about it until I go gray and old. (laughs) And a lot of people, when I open up conversations about money, especially in the UK, but I don't care. I know that I'm here to to provide that. Money is like that waterfall that we talked about. Money is like air, it's water, it's energy, and it comes through you. So when you're in the flow state, you can co-create with money in a really fun way because I wanted to teach about money and I'm going to be writing a course on that this year. And the reason is because it makes me emotional. Tears of joy, actually. And I I really feel very emotional when I'm talking about this. Thank you for allowing me to open this conversation, Becky. I see money as like a, a beautiful, like friendly energy that's always around me. And about two years ago, I had like read all the books, done all the workshops and taught yeah. workshops on money. And there was still something missing for me. And I was like, okay, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I need to really embody this to myself. And I don't feel like I can teach something unless I've truly embodied yeah. it. So I locked myself in my bedroom for four hours and I was like, okay, money, I want to feel you. I want to understand what your resonance is. Please like come in because I'm an empath so I can feel things very easily, very intuitive. So I called in the frequency of money and I meditated with money. Oh, she's here now. Those of you that are listening, you're probably just thinking Jodie's mad talking about money. (laughs) And in a sense I am, but hear me out before you shut me down. It's interesting. 
So I sat and I meditated and I invited the frequencies of money in. So I wanted to feel my energy shift and adjust and I wanted to feel what money felt like. And the bit that makes me cry with joy is that when money came into my energy field, it felt so fun and light and playful and easy. And it actually communicated to me that it wanted to empower people like me to help shift the global money stories. And that is something that I couldn't have got from a book. That is something that I couldn't have got from a workshop. And it just felt so important to me that I knew that I was a channel to help shift that story. And so that's why I'm going to keep talking about that. So being in flow is also about being in alignment with the flow of money, with that flow of energy as well. And you know, we talked about planning in our businesses. Becky and I were doing planning at the same time at the beginning of January. So wait for this, guys. When you're in flow and you're communicating with the spirits of your, you know, I believe everything's got a spirit, like a life force. And I was at a Rivetas event today with loads of other influencers. And we were talking about the spirit of Rivetas. So everyone talks about the spirit <laughs> of something, right? And so when I'm creating with my products and services, and I have three at the moment, when I'm like planning them out, what's the year going to look like with Get and Flow, which is my group coaching program, I actually connect into the spirit, the energy, the essence yeah. of that. And we co-create together. Yeah, because, amazing. You know, that's how we should do it. So when I'm in flow, oh my God, the ideas that come through are amazing. The Get and Flow program was launched in five weeks, super fast, because yeah. I suddenly started getting messages from my intuition but really I believed it was from like the spirit of getting for the program and I literally wrote out on one side of A4 the name getting flow how many people would enroll at the beginning how much to charge what I would cover in the first six months it was insane that is what being in flow is and that is what it's like to run a business being in flow I think anyone who's listening to this that's creative will get will totally understand like the downloads that you get when you're just like oh my god I mean I get them and I get them too much and it's I haven't figured out how to actually physically channel stopping them sometimes which is why I love business coaching because I feel like you eventually just get to help people and like Mm. let them crack on how can someone get in that state of flow where they actually physically allow themselves the space to download that information we obviously know what it's like to just write and you're like oh my god someone's telling me to just charge Mm. 29 pounds for that and I'm listening and so I'm gonna write how can someone get in really simple terms in that flow obviously I'm sure it evolves over time but for people listening to this I was going to leave it to the end but I imagine they're going all right well how do I get in that state how do they get in that state I'm going to tell you something and then I'm going to actually give you something to put in the show notes for people to download yeah sure so it's all about soul being soul yeah so what does being soul mean for those of you that are new to this I'm pretty certain that we can all appreciate that we have a soul aspect, that we are soul. And so I don't use any terminology really ever. So for me, being in soul is like accessing the part of me that is a library of information that has been with me in this lifetime and past lives if you are open to that possibility. So my soul is very wise. It's got loads of information to teach me. And it's got so much insight and intuition. Now, I've heard, you know, so many spiritual teachers talk about soul. And for me, I often listen to what people are saying and then figure out how to help people like everybody that's listening access that because I don't think it's always clear. So the easiest for me, the easiest way to access the soul information is to own that you are soul. Mm -hmm. So whatever you say after the words I am creates the energy of it. You know, some of you will know that already. 
I am soul. Mm-hmm. I am soul. And I've got it on screen saving. This is what yeah. I'm going to give you, Becky. I'm going to send it to you so you can ask people to download it for their iPhone. I have it as a reminder all time. So I am soul. That immediately brings your awareness. We're talking about mindfulness now. Brings your awareness to your soul aspect. And therefore, your soul is in the forefront, and therefore, you are soul. So that is on repeat in my brain the whole time. I am soul. I am soul. I am soul. And then I am soul, and then I can access the information. So being soul is not tangible thing, and that's what people yeah. struggle with. It's not like me drinking out of this cup of Earl Grey tea right now. Yeah. No, it's an invisible aspect of yourself. So it's more of a feeling. It's a confidence. I am soul. I am soul. When you embody that aspect of yourself and all that means is you just be that part of you as much as you can, that is when everything changes. That is when everything comes into flow. That is when the right people come in for you at the right time. So that's one of the biggest ways of getting in flow. The second thing is meditation, but meditation on its own, I don't feel like it's enough to bring you in flow. Yes, it's enough to open you up, to quieten your mind. And if you get really good at meditation, you can get inspiration and hear things. And that's amazing. However, if we're talking about then applying it to a business and a career, you want to be in your soul information as much as possible. Why? Because the biggest question I'm getting asked, and I'm sure you're the same, Becky, is, How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Who am I? What's my purpose? What's my thing? It's like the buzzword to be like, what's my thing? What's my purpose? You access that information through your soul because your soul knows exactly what you're here to do. So first step is becoming soul as much as possible. And you know what? If you're listening to this going, oh my gosh, 
I don't even meditate. So how am I even going to become soul? You've got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. So like the next step would be to download the screensaver that Beck's going to leave for you and become soul and just repeat that over and over again until it forms a really positive pattern. And then you are soul. And so, and then you can be soul in your relationships. You can be soul when you're walking down the street, you can be soul in your influencer event. You can be soul when you release your book, write your podcast, whatever it is that you're doing. And it just brings this extra added amazing power to what you're doing and I guarantee that when you become soul and when you launch products and services and creative ideas and when you leave that corporate job and when you write that book and write that blog or do that Instagram post the response is going to be so deep and the success that you get when you launch products when you're in soul is so much more long term because you are in alignment you are in your truth and it's all amazing. And I have to tell you, when I've turned pro in my business two years ago, the biggest thing that helped me turn pro and get in flow was becoming soul. Yeah. And I'm a very spiritual person. Like, do you know what? Here's a little secret, everybody. When I first launched my wellbeing business six years ago, oh my gosh, I was so out there spiritually because I'd been so square for so long. I was <laughs> No, out there spiritually, I was literally speaking different languages. Wow. Now, I was channeling and I noticed that you had Shaman Durek yeah, on your yeah. Really, he's going to be all on the same vibe as what I'm saying now about yeah. channeling languages. I was channeling different languages and people would be like, oh my gosh, Jodie is so out there. Do you know what though? It was like, I was doing group sessions in East London, like sound healings, like channeling all these different languages and no one was even questioning it. And that's the beauty of it. And then obviously that whole side of me, like then it evolved into something else that was more mainstream. Wow. Long-winded way of answering the question, but I hope that's making sense. Yeah, no, it's so amazing. And obviously, I was going to move on to the fact that your new book, which is just about to be launched, which will be launched once this episode goes out, Self-Care for the Soul, and what really resonated with me, I was obviously at your book launch, was when you said being in your soul. So Mm -hmm. I'm pleased you went there. You got me. And I think that's what's so amazing, what you're saying. And essentially, the book is about transforming your soul to the highest level, right? And shifting things up a gear. The book is like having a therapist in your pocket. And it's lots of different, simple, relatable self-help tools and techniques that take you inside. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole key here. There are many other books out there at the moment, like self-care last year, was the buzzword but it was all about green juicing yoga stuff you do externally and there was no one really talking about yeah but what about the inside what about changing the mindset what about releasing emotions what about getting in touch with your feelings and that's what self-care for the soul does and that was the missing link and this year next year for the next five years it's all going to be about everybody going on the journey inner transformation that's it obviously in the book there's quite a big section on inner child and I've done a hell of a lot of work on that this year and I will anyone listening like when people think they've done self-love and self-work based around their health I think that's what's happened like you said a lot of self-care I spent a year re-evaluating my self-worth based on what I look like and not actually who I was as a person And and like you said releasing those emotions and I've been tapping into a lot of that and getting some of my friends to do it and they run away straight away because releasing those emotions essentially brings it up and you you feel like shit for a few weeks like you talk about it in your book but like how important is it a to access that kind of inner child in you and the trauma that you might have not or you may or may not been through to what we want to have and how we can achieve success later on in life like how fundamental is it to go there 
Oh, this is such an interesting question and a debate, and I've been debating it so much in our industry recently. I obviously started off as a therapist and I was an alternative therapist and I was using really powerful techniques and tools to help people shift very quickly. I was not a traditional talking therapist. I want to make that really clear. In fact, a lot of people would come see me after seeing traditional talking therapists for a little while, taking people back into their trauma in a child traumatic events experiences you know I did that time and time and time and time and time and time again and it's so important to have an understanding of that because you understand why you have limiting beliefs why you have these self-limiting beliefs about yourself why you don't believe in yourself why you don't think you're good enough etc etc it's good to have that level of awareness however do we need to keep going back into that trauma again and again and again and again I'm really in two minds at this very point in time because I work with people at the moment on potential and expansion. And actually what I've realized, Becky, and it's a really juicy point, I'm so glad that I'm allowed to unpack it with you right now. The more you become soul, the more soul aspect resides within you, the more it purges out that trauma anyway. So I'm not so sure that we need to keep going back into this trauma again and again and again. And also, listen, many of you that are listening will be seeing therapists and that's really okay. Like you must do what is right for you and trust that the next phase of your healing journey will reveal itself as soon as you're ready to feel it. However, if you're not on the journey of therapy and you still want to go through that, but you're wanting to expand and and open up and evolve at that high level and, you know, I feel really positive every day, that is okay too. I I really believe that everything will come up at the right and perfect time. However, you know, gosh, like you, Becky, I've been through my own therapeutic journey. I feel like it was very fast. Like I expanded very fast on many levels, extremely quickly. However... Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like we need to keep going back into our stuff all the time. And something I realized recently, you know, it's funny, the inner child, the inner child, and I say this in the book, the inner child is very powerful. The inner child aspect is a very real part of all of us. And when it's wounded, so when you've got a wounded inner child aspect, it causes quite a lot of trouble in your life it plays up a lot it makes you play up a lot it creates situations that really might piss you off quite a bit and it has quite a lot of power and we give it a lot of power when it's wounded because it really on a deep down level influences the way that we live our lives and so without realizing it we do give a lot of power to our inner child and so what I always say is now's the time to take the power back guys it's like you know we've got to stop letting the inner child dictate situations and influence choices in our lives is what I feel and when the inner child aspect is encouraged and invited to really be a part of your life right now it can grow with you then it grows up we don't always have this wounded child aspect no it grows up this part of us grows up and then it is integrated into our life right now and then yeah you might have this very friendly spirit of a child which represents your joy and playfulness and lust for life and that's really important So I hope that makes sense to you guys. And if you ever want to ask me anything about that, then please feel free to email me. I think it's a really interesting way to approach it and be like, yeah, it's there and we've got to notice it, but we dwell on it so much. Like I've done spiritual therapy, spiritual healing. And last year was like, sure, I'm going to actually go and see a therapist just to find out. And it was so interesting how much they made me dwell on it for so 
long. Yeah. It, was, it was exhausting. And I, because I'd done all the other work, I was like, this isn't for me. Like, I'm glad I did it. Okay, so you mentioned limiting beliefs. And I know yeah. we're like super high vibing right now. And I don't want to take yeah. the energy down. But I'm sure there are people listening to this going, I mean, it's all very well and good, but like this happens to me and I can't do this and it's not me. And I'm stuck in this negative mindset. And you and I were just saying like, we think it's really important for people to understand that like we all get in this mindset too occasionally and, and find it in a rut to get out. So if we're going there and I know you work with a lot of obviously high power business women and successful people, what are some of the key things that you see people struggle with when it comes to finding their purpose and kind of accessing that level of self success that they want? The biggest fears and limiting beliefs are I'm afraid of being successful, which yeah. is really interesting. And you see very highly successful women with that belief mm-hmm. and you see them at a success level and they, and they have so much more potential that they can't access. Yeah. They're afraid of being more successful than they are. So you've got the fear of success going on. Coupled with that, you've got the fear of failure, which is the yeah. polarity of being successful. But it kind of goes hand in hand. So this fear of like, if I launch something, it's going to fail and then my parents are going to beat me up or whatever it is that you actually believe in that goes on behind the scenes of that limiting belief. So those two, then you've got, I'm not enough. I'm not quite enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough, attractive enough, whatever that is. That's when we feel inadequate in some way. And you know what? So many of you on the call will relate to this. I have to say that this whole belief, and it's mad to think this, This whole belief within me completely transformed last year. So I don't have that at all anymore. I've got loads of others. Don't worry. (laughs) However, this I'm not enough is completely gone. And I feel fulfilled. And I was on a panel the other night on an influencer panel. And we were talking about competition and imposter syndrome. And everyone obviously was sharing about their experiences of it. And I actually stood up and I said, okay, listen, I'm coming to you from a place of knowing with absolute certainty that I am 110% unique. I know that I'm a completely unique energy signature. I'm here. I'm very unique. You know, I bring something completely authentic. And I know that there's no one else out there like me. And I can say that because I believe that, you know. And so though we have all these limiting beliefs, it's really important to create some positive ones as well, really quickly, guys. So I'm afraid of success. I'm afraid of failure. I'm not enough. I'm not worthy. Oh my gosh. I'm unworthy of charging X, Y, and Z. I was at an influencer event today. And it's funny that I'm saying influencer events because I'm not normally at that venue. <laughs> I went to one today and I was talking a lot with the girls there about charging and monetizing yeah. the business. And it's something Becky and I are very passionate about helping people to do. And actually, so many people in the well-being industry find it incredibly hard to charge for their services, even to charge for their appearances at events. Oh my yeah. gosh. I've done so many events where people have said, You got paid a fee to be here. And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah. Did you you not no no I didn't know you could charge I'm like yes so I'm not worthy is this interesting belief system that really holds us back from knowing how precious we are how priceless we are how unique we are and how incredibly powerful and worthy we are and how amazingly precious our time is like our time is so precious so I'm unworthy and I shouldn't be here is another one about, I guess that's imposter, isn't it? I shouldn't be here. Like, who am I to be here? Like, who am I to be in this space? And so with all these limiting beliefs, you know, and we're going to have a bunch of them. We're going to have a bunch of them going on. The first step is to, this is going to sound really funny. What I realized, Becky, and you'll probably realize the same. 
And I've gone through so many different tools and processes uh, helping people work through limiting beliefs. And they're all very valid and they all work in their own way. What I've come down to believing is that, you know what? This is the thing about belief systems, right? You can't go to war on a belief system. You can't battle a belief system because you believe in the belief system because at some point in your life, you've seen yourself fail. You've seen yourself not be good enough. You've heard someone tell you that you're not quite good at the homework that you've done or whatever. So on some level, you buy into that. So if you try and like transform it straight away without understanding that you buy into it, this little part of you that buys into it is going to be like, but you do believe it because it happened and there's the evidence So you have to realize that there's a part of you that believes the belief system. Mm. And so it's operating on some kind of mental level. It's there. It's operating. It's there. So you want to be like, okay. And I talk to the belief system as if it's a person. Okay, belief system. You are so right because I was not good enough when I was five years old. That did happen to me when I was 30. You're so right, belief system. You're absolutely right. And you know what? you win because I'm never going to win against you on your level because I also buy into you on a certain level. But what I can do is transcend you. I can rise above you. I can't do it without acknowledging you first because you know what, belief system, you have served me well in my life. Otherwise, I wouldn't have continued to believe in you again and again and again. Belief systems protect us. They benefit us in some really weird and wonderful ways, right? It's almost like, oh my gosh, I've been holding on to that belief system that I'm going to fail because if I let go of that belief system... (gasps) I might really fail. And then what's going to happen? Or if I hold on to the belief system that I'm failing, well, that means that, you know, I'm going to continue putting everything behind it to make it everything successful. That's going to be my driver. So if I let go of the belief system, I'm not going to be successful anymore. Literally, our mind is totally warped. It's like warped. So I'm not going to teach you the whole process because it will absolutely bend your brains. But the first process is like, you know what? Make friends with your belief system. Tell it it wins because then you can start to transcend. You can see it. It doesn't have power over you anymore. You can give it its power back. You can say, thank you so much, belief system. You win. I'm now going to see for what you are. And I'm going to start my process of transcending you now. That's one of the tools that I teach people and it helps them. We are literally... You, I know you can't see me guys, but my fists are like clenched together. This is what we're like from our belief system. We're buying into it so much. We're like, oh my gosh, I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I'm never going to be enough. I'm never going to be. We're literally so gripped to it. But at some point you just got to create space and separate yourself and be like, oh, that's actually not the truth. Yeah. And I'm actually way good. And there's no such thing as not being good enough. It's all in my head. Mm makes sense yeah and I think one of the things that you do a lot and you do it amazingly is you, your big thing is like change your story there's been so many times where we've spoken and you've gone Becky change your story around that <laughs> change exactly <laughs> what you said and I love it and I think it's like really perfectly fitting for something like this is it just simply changing the sentence that they choose to say so what you want to do is get out of your journal or you want to get out a page of A4 at the top you want to write like old stories like you see what two pages, one page is old stories, one page is new stories. And then on the old stories page, you want to write out some of the stuff that you're telling yourself. Mm-hmm. So for example, if you have issues with your finances, you want to get super real about what you're currently creating. Like, I mean, so real that you're just going to show up for this exercise and no one else is watching. So if you're in debt right now and you're in denial, I want you to write that down. If you have credit card debt, write that down. Yeah. Like literally... 
write down little stories about what you believe about money and yourself. So it might be like, I'm scared of money. Money's scary to me. Money never comes in. I've got to chase money all the time. Like all the stuff that you're telling yourself about money in this particular example make a list of like 10 things. And then on the next page, new stories, write down like what would be the opposite? What would be the amazingly reinforcing positive statement to counterbalance the negative statement I've just said? So for example, if it's like, I have to keep chasing money all the time to get paid, the reinforcing positive statement would be like, money flows into me so easily. I love money and money loves me. And then, so all, then you've got a list of like 10 positive affirming phrases about money. And then you want to, you want to read them out every morning for like, as long as it takes you to see some kind of shift in your life. So that's what I would suggest in the first instance. And being really honest with yourself as well. It's like, I encourage people to point out things to me all the time because I can't see what I'm saying. Neither can you. So it's like, I don't take offense. I actually love it because I will go out of my way to hide my own limiting beliefs because those limiting beliefs do not want to be discovered because they're benefiting me in some way, bizarrely. And I think to anyone who has done this, you'll understand how quickly it works. And anyone who's listening that thinks that saying something isn't that powerful, my God, like I've done this before where I've been like, money comes to me really easily or I can make £8,000 really easily. And lo and behold, a week later, I've made £8,000. Like it (laughs) works, yeah. So if you are listening to this, there's no harm in you trying it. And we want to hear if you have success with it. There'll be so many of you listening who are in total fear around money. I think that is such an easy thing to relate to. Like when you get to the end of the month and you're like, oh my God, like how can I afford this? And like you just see money running through your fingertips. You're having to like pay for things. Maybe you've got tax bills and all of that. What I want to say to you guys, because I've worked with people in this situation. I was myself in this situation a few years ago. And when you're in worry and fear around money, oh my gosh, it locks you in this fear. And it's so hard to break out of this horrible, fearful feeling around money. It's almost like you're in a headlock. It's choking you. So when you find yourself in this situation around money, rather than focusing on the stuff that you don't have, the money that's not coming in, the lack, the lack, the lack, like the debt and all of that, focus on oh, money's flowing in. Oh, this is so exciting. You know, money is amazing. Like I'm really excited. I'm excited to be open to all new possibilities that I don't even know about yet. I'm so happy. And like, just focus on the positive feelings because money is such a fear-based topic. And that's why I'm so passionate about bringing it up so much. And it's so easy to create more and more fear around it. So when you feel yourself contracting and being in resistance around money, I really want you to focus on the 50p that you found on the floor. Focus on the money that's coming in. Focus on the tax rebate that you got. Focus on any possible bits of money flowing in that you can, the good stuff. Keep focusing on those if you can. And it will start coming to you much, much, much faster. It's very easy for Becky and I to say like, oh yeah, we can manifest eight grand in a week. And I was saying the other day, I can manifest 20 grand in a week and all those three. And when you get to understand more about money, it does become a game. Like Becky and I say, it is a game. However, you know, if you're just in that place where you feel like you're surrounded by debt or, you know, really stinking at the moment, then yeah, really focus on the good things and focus on keeping the energy fun and playful around. You might people talk about addiction a lot. I'm like, people should talk about 
debt like yeah. and how horrible it is when you get into it yeah. you know the energy around it so yeah just wanted to share I that. think you're so right I literally briefly spoke about this on my episode with Lauren Arms and like there is a whole conversation to be had and people are super scared to talk mm. about money because it is probably one of the most fearful elements of our lives yeah. and it drives yeah. a lot of our lives like let's be honest it drives a lot of our passion for success as well like for a long yeah. time I always say my money stories are so interesting because I watched my mum a single mum teach me that to earn money you had to work 150 hours a week and I'm learning now that that is not the case that's why I overwork and I've started to learn that it comes in other ways so I mean if you've got any good books around money and I'm super excited when you do your program but as you can see Jodie is like queen of tools you are queen of tools and I love this so we've got changing your story writing down like new stories around things and owning what you're really feeling what are the top five things that you think are fundamental for anyone to do I know we spoke quite a lot the other day about how you set yourself up for the day but for anyone listening to this what are like five simple things they can incorporate into their lives so I know you love EFT and soul is like the biggest thing that shifted me really like practicing I am soul I am soul meditation you've probably talked about meditation so many times on the podcast show but I would just reinforce that and meditation has really changed my business Mm. so much because how can you possibly tune into the insights and the creativity and the ideas and you know what I've learned how to do is I intuitively price my products so I never price yeah. my products based on what my mind is telling me because then you get four different answers and you're like I don't know what to price my product then yeah. you ask someone and that's the worst thing because then everyone will always have an opinion on what oh, you should Oh god I made that mistake too many times on asking Oh my gosh so intuitively pricing and unless you're still you, you can't get any of that kind of juicy information that you yeah. need to yeah. to create things so, so important to make time to meditate the other big thing that I've got Becky and it's something that you and I talked about the other day is a script yes. now I read my script out it's on my notes app in my iPhone I read it out every morning and the script is all about manifestation it's about manifesting what you want to see in your life how you want to feel which is most important and so in my script I have things that I know that I avoid doing so I'll make sure that I do do them I have like goals and aims and visions and mission and my missions in there and it really comes through I have things that I really want to own about myself woven in here I have stuff about money and my relationship with money and confidence as well and so how I want to feel when I wake up in the morning and so it's a long script and if anyone does want it again I can give an example script to Becky for her show notes so you can download it guys and get started we can script the way we want our life to go and how we want to feel and I feel like it's quite important because it's so easy to wake up in the morning and immediately sabotage the way that you were going or sabotage the good feeling or whatever it is and so we need reminders all the time yeah and so scripting is amazing you say it as I am you say it as though it's already happening don't you in the way that you word it yeah yeah so I'll just read you out a couple of things from it the first thing I say is I'm focused with every molecule and fiber of my being this is my incredible life and I'm inspired to live it to the full in my unique way and then I go I am inspired so what's been really interesting the shift for me actually recently is 
I am inspired to create more money. I am inspired to increase my flow. I am inspired to increase my creativity. I am inspired. It's like an instant energy uplifter. And you're saying that you're inspired to do this. So I'm inspired and I'm soul and I feel so full of love and power and excitement. I'm a leader and I claim my leadership. That was really big for me last year. I'm here to lead. I'm here to inspire through my leadership. This is another beautiful phrase that you and I were talking about the other day. I choose the path of effortless effort. So that's saying that, you know what, life is going to take a little bit of effort. However, it doesn't need to be a struggle. It can be effortless. And I feel like that summarizes so nicely what Getting Flow is about. And then I thought, you know, I'm so grateful to be inspired by the universe. I'm learning more and more and more from the experiences that come into my life all the time. And so it just details how I want to feel and a few different things that I want to embody. A big thing for me in the last year, and this is something that you and I both know a lot about, is acceptance. Yeah. Talking about accepting yourself and having acceptance as a daily practice are two very different things. Literally, I was in meditation yesterday for half an hour, accepting everything. I wasn't even thinking about anything. I wasn't allowing my mind to analyze anything. I was simply dropping into the deeper space of acceptance, acceptance of everything. I accept myself. I accept every feeling that's coming up. I accept every thought. I wasn't even going into the thought. I was simply just accepting it. And so when you're walking along the road and you're struggling and you're anxious and you're like, oh my gosh, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I show up in this way? Why didn't I go and talk to that person? Why didn't I do this? And focusing all of the things that you didn't do simply go into drop into such a deep space of acceptance. I accept everything that's happening all around me. I accept everything that I feel, everything that I think, because then when you accept everything in that way, you immediately become present. Mm -hmm. And when you're present, that is when you have your power. When, you know, you hear like yoga teachers and meditation teachers say, it's all about being present, be present, like to the average person. I mean, that is the most hardest thing ever for you and I, it's the most hardest thing ever. So if you were to say a life hack into being present, is it going to acceptance straight away? Amazing. I mean, I don't know about anyone else listening, but I'm like, I'm buzzing. I'm like, hi, vibe. I'm, I'm literally like in a bit of a weird transformation state right now. I'm just, I, mean, I get to watch you. So I'm lucky no one's watching you. You are an amazing human being. Like this whole conversation to me, if anyone's listening, like to me, this describes flow. You're just so in tune. We're both just bouncing off each other. It just feels so right. And like, thank you. And I just want to finish on one last thing, which is your affirmation that I love that you say, because it's so amazing. Your favorite line of how does it get any better than this? Like it is literally like my favorite thing. If you're going to finish off anything. Any better than this? And you know what? I have to say, I can't take full credit for creative origination from that. That (laughs) comes from a whole body of work on the law of attraction called Abraham Hicks, which is interesting totally old school it inspired the secret the movie yeah that was behind the secret so how does it get any better than this is is an amazing question that we can keep asking and it just raises your vibration and becky actually thank you for reminding me that i need that right now yes As I step into running this five-day challenge which I'm about to run, I really need the how does it get any better than this. Yeah, good. Well, I'm glad. Well, thank you so much. This amazing lady, you do online one-to-one coaching, don't you? You've got your group program, Get and Flow. Which is my 
techniques for spiritual tools and techniques. I've got my book out, Self Care for the Soul. I've got my podcast. Yes, your podcast is amazing as well. Follow me on Instagram at Jodie Shield. Everything will be in the show notes. You'll be able to find her, but I'm sure you will not be running away from her or anything everyone's obsessed with you once they find you so I'll put everything in the show notes but thank you so so much and if you guys have any questions I'm sure Jodie will not mind you sliding into her dms um, <laughs> and we'd love to hear your feedback as always I know you guys get so much out of these episodes so thank you so much for tuning in and Jodie thank you so much thank you so much lots of love <laughs> you have been listening to the alternatively healthy wellness podcast series by Becky Raven thank you so much for tuning in today please feel free to leave your comments and feedback below and don't forget to give us a lovely little rating For more information on our podcasts, other episodes, and to find out more about what we do, please visit www.alternativelyhealthy.co.uk. And remember, shaping the healthiest version of you means looking purely at you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.